Hey everybody, welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm 50 episodes old. Hey Vanessa 50. <laughs> hey. Vanessa Raglan everybody. 50 nifty united episodes from two original podcasters. Characters. Shout them, scout them, <laughs> iTunes about them, till we've counted them down one by one. Every podcast in the Pop and Culture Database. Oh, no, that was nice. I didn't tell Cole I was going to do you that. Did not tell me. <laughs> I was not aware of this. It just came up to me. It just, the idea came to me. I thought, that do it. was the new hit parody song, <laughs> 50 Nifty Podcasting Episodes. Uh, yeah, we are 50 episodes in to Fought My Culture. Yep. 50. <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> Oh, boy. Uh, which, th- it's, uh, thank you guys yes. for listening and making it possible. Um, and not just listening, also donating. Donating. Donating to the podcast. <laughs> Great accent, whatever that is. Uh, yeah, thank you guys for your donations. Really it helps. We that. are completely listener supported, and yeah. uh, you know, it's we got to buy lots of bottled water. We do, and things to have our guests sign. Yeah, to give to you guys. And we also, I mean, we love everyone. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. I was going to say it takes a lot of time. It does take a lot it. of time, and it's a good project. But every bit of support makes us realize that you kind of like us back, and it makes us do even better. So now we're going to go Sally Field all over you guys who donated. Oh, shit. Because you like us. You, you really, really like us. Oh. Um, I was thinking you meant Flying Nun. <laughs> no, I'm not going <laughs> to steal Magnolia oh, over you gidget. on this one. I'm going to gidget your ass about this. <laughs> oh, God. Gidget is now a verb. Sally Field has a huge body of work. She does. There's many things we could have talked about. Could have been, we could have gone on strike and Norma yeah. Raid about it. <laughs> we could have Norma Raid the heck out of it. Could have had a Murphy's Romance. Oh, no. Someone's coming to get me. <gasps> Where did Vanessa go? Hello? Beefaroni? Hi. What are you doing here? I don't know. Mr. So-and-so told me to be here. What's your name again? I'm Cole. Oh, there you are. Sorry, I had to do that. It's me, Jason Statham. Hi, Mr. Statham. Look, Beefaroni and I are here to do the thank yous this week. Okay. It's going to be fucking great, so... No, sorry, it's just the way I talk. Okay. I drive and I talk hard. Got any food in your pockets, Mr. Satan? I've got a Slim Jim. You're welcome to it if you want it. Okay. There you go. All right, Beef, let's do these thank yous then, shall we? I saw Beef Aroni. I don't mind. Who do we have to thank? All right, first up, Ryan. Mr. Ryan, thank you for the money. I'll use it wisely. Thank you for donating, Ryan. I'll tell you what. Because you did, I'm not going to run and kick your door in. Transporter style. I'm not going to do that. I'll sit on your lap if you want me to. Thanks, Beef. Next up, Stephen. Stephen, I think you're probably my dad. Oh, this is awkward then. Uh, Next up, we'd like to thank Pa. Pa. From Sweden. I've done some great driving in Sweden. Wow. I have, on the fjords. Fjords? That's right. I've never been to a fjord, Mr. Statham. Think you could take me sometime? Yeah, we'll go together then. Oh, well, you hold my hand. Sure, you'll be shotgun. I'll drive. You're big. And finally, we'd like to thank Anonymous. Thank what? He, what's his name? Anonymous. 
Or you don't have the balls to come up here. Oh, no. Don't get and mad. And use your name. Don't no, I'm sorry. I'll get heated easily. I'll get heated. That bulgy vein is bulging, it's Mr. Bulging Statham. Look, I've got a bank job to do. I've got to get out of here. Oh, well, can I go ride shotgun? Sure. I Let's go do this you. then. So thank you guys for donating to the Put My Culture podcast. Thank you so much. We're going to give it back to Colton Vanessa. We've commandeered this long enough. Can I have another Slim Jim? Sure thing. Here you go, beef. <gasps> Hello? Whoa. What happened? That was crazy. <laughs> 50 Nipty. <laughs> United. Anywho, thanks guys for donating. We love you. It means a lot. Also, if you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us to get featured. And it helps our self-esteem. That's right. If you don't like the show, um, leave us something on Friendster. Yeah, yeah. Talk to our Friendster account. That, that's Check fine. it all the time, and it's up <laughs> All the time. Uh, also, we have kind of an exciting thing coming up. Vocal. Vocal. Vocal.com. V-O-K-L-E. We are going to do a live kind of Q&A session. Video cast. That's with right. With faces involved. Yeah, you can come chat with us. Ask us whatever you want. It's your turn to turn the tables on us and Ooh. ask Vanessa what she would rather have a wizard do to her. I've got a lot of answers for that. Things like that. And you can also <laughs> ask me whatever, too. You can ask Cole, who was that one guy in that one movie? And he'll be like, oh, I know. And I'll tell you. And then you can realize he's not using a computer when he's on the podcast. He just does that. That's from my Rain Man IMDb brain. Uh, that is this Thursday, August 11th at yes. 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you're on Atlantic Ocean Time. You'd be three hours ahead, so that would be 8.30 for you. If you're Mountain or Central, you're in the middle there somewhere. I don't know exactly so how it works. So figure it out. But we'd love to see your faces, and it would be so embarrassing if no one shows up. Yeah, that would be pretty sad. Oh, and my gosh. It's very possible... But um, I hope it's not the case. So Please come on and come chat on, with us. And you go to Vocal and then look for Pop My Culture. Yeah. Be a lot of fun. It's great. There's a link to it on our website, yep. which is popmyculturepodcast.com. That's also, also where donate. our donate button is. Oh, jinx, um, jinx, as well as uh, we're also going to write up our Comic-Con experience very soon. Oh, yeah. I promised to do so, but uh, little vacays were happening. Mm. So uh, we're going to do that now. We had a lot now of fun. Now that we're tan, we can write them. We saw a lot of great stuff. It was and, the best trip ever. Uh, it was pretty killer. And no yes. one got stabbed in the eye. Nope. Uh, so there you go. Let's, uh, we'll bring out our guest in just a second. Uh, she's fabulous. Um, she was kind enough to sign something for us. <gasps> yep. It's, so leave your answer to the first. Yeah, to answer the first question on our website uh, on the episode there, and uh, you'll have a chance to win the signed item. There's a photo of it on there, too. Yep. It's kind of a cool, unique item, it's very really specific awesome. to her. And if you have a special someone in your life, I think this would be a great girlfriend gift, don't you? I think so, too. I would freak out. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Let's so get to it. Let's do it. 50 times already. That's right. Our guest today, she's from Buffy the Vampire Slayer on the web series Bandwagon. And so much more. She's so pretty. <laughs> yeah. Stop it. No. Emma Caulfield is here. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hi. Oh, my gosh. Hi. Everyone's clapping. Oh, my God. You Especially an me. entourage. I like them. I did. I have a lot of them. They're in here. Oh, but oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> tiny. Okay. Tiny. Tiny. They fit just inside <laughs> the frontal lobe of my brain. Uh, yeah. That's Which, so cute. You have, you have a turtle up there, right? Because every entourage has to have Of course. One. Great. Yeah. Well, that's a joke about the show, isn't it? Or maybe it's an actual turtle. Oh. I don't yeah. know. I thought it was an actual turtle, and then I remember that's a show that I've never seen. That would seen. make it that much Good more Good show. Fun. We like entourage. Sometimes. Last season. Sad. I haven't yeah. seen any of it. That's no, good. I know. It's a good show. It's, I hear. it's in its last eight episodes. Last six, actually, because there's only eight total. Oh, man. Oh, I tell you. I bet they're living life. 
that's what I hear they do on that show, Living Large. Except they just right? sold the, or they're selling the house, actually. <gasps> the actual house. Oh, yeah, I saw that To online. be, it was a bargain price of $15 million, Oh, so. yeah, I already bought it, so it's oh, off the market. Cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah. You're just going to put all your hoarding stuff in there, right? Right. Just I have a lot of things. <laughs> hoarder? Yeah. Nice. Big time. Animal hoarder. Oh, well, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> they're alive? Yeah. Okay. Oh, well, some. I mean, oh. you can't tell. You got a room full. Right. The ones on the top they're are alive. The top floor for the taxidermy. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right, right. <laughs> Ugh, yuck. Well, you yuck. could also just say it's an arc if it starts raining. Oh, right. You know? Be like, I saw this coming. Yeah. You're <laughs> just trying to like save that. all the species. <laughs> Instead of having squirrels. two by two, you have like 200 of each. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fair. I think it's okay. Yeah. Have you guys seen that show, My Strange Addiction? No. Mm-mm. It's on TLC. Like one woman is addicted to eating her husband's ashes, but what? she saves them. Oh come a on, that's not real. That's not real. It's real to me. Real. You know that's what? You say that. You watch the show. You'll be converted. That's for ratings. That no, it's not. That's, How dare you? I'm just Why saying, would they do something for ratings? I don't know. I know that sounds really unethical. <laughs> <laughs> no one would ever do that. Particularly <laughs> reality sweeps, shows. Right? Uh, script anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Look, I know you like your ashes, but. It's sweep, so you're going to have to eat them. Eat them. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, I can do that. I can do that. Yeah. <laughs> but I did see a story on the news today. Like, yes, the news was actually, I don't actually watched it. And it wasn't on the internet. Weird, Whoa. right? Uh, this woman's car was broken into and somebody stole her husband's ashes and a GPS thing. To eat them? Probably We didn't not. plan this. This seems like we planned it. Like, we're no. just like a clock or something. It's so ashes. weird. I, I'm, I'm guessing they just they broke in to get the GPS and then took whatever. Oh, so because I had my car broken into once. I took, like, my iPod and my glasses. They're in a Ray-Ban case, though, so I think they thought they were oh, sunglasses. Yeah. But I was like, look, have fun with those prescription glasses. <laughs> Somebody took my mom's skull once when they mugged me, but <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. It's turning decidedly dark. <laughs> that happens a little too often. We tippy toeing around. <laughs> well, let's, let's get darker and discuss the Teen Choice Awards. Oh, yeah. The so Nickelodeon cool. Teen Choice Awards were last night. I did not watch them, but I got a list of the winners, oh, and man. it's crazy. Vampires impressive. sweep the night. Oh, that's oh, weird. Kids right? love vamps. Did you know that? Kids like them. I, I, had, I heard something about that. <laughs> heard yeah. Grapevine. Yeah. Well, they get a surfboard as the prize. That's right. like the award is in the shape of a surfboard. Mm-hmm. But you can't even surf time. on it. No, it's not practical. It's really impractical it's award. I'd rather yeah. get a coffee maker. <laughs> sure. I've been wanting a new coffee maker, so like that would an be a really maker. Oh yeah, I'd like that. Something something fancy. There's that brand that starts with G. They make really nice things. Or yeah. like a really fat gift certificate to Target. Maybe? Oh yeah, or just cash. How about that? Award shows. Yeah. Cold hard cash. Yeah. A nice cash spa. Is nice. Spa getaway. That'd be good. Maybe like a week, uh, you know, that four or five fun. days in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. If award nice. shows turned into more like game shows, exactly. like Meryl Streep, you've won. <laughs> a no. a $500 lobster gram. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. <laughs> I did almost win $500 with a lobster in a game show. Technically, I what? won it, but then they never aired the episode, so I don't. I didn't get my lobster. Nope. Somebody out there owes you guys ripped off me. Yeah. Travesty. Five hundred dollars in lobster. Yeah. It was what stupid. show was this called? Uh, it was called On the Cover. It was on Pax, which was a network that I think is still around. Isn't that a Christian? It network? is a Christian network. But it was a game show where, like, it's hosted by Mark Wahlberg, not the Entourage Mark Wahlberg, but the game show host Mark uh, Wahlberg. Wait, guy. there's two? Yeah, there's two Mark Wahlbergs out there. He hosted a ton of game shows. He hosted it, and basically, it was like magazine covers. 
covers that were like it would show something they're like fake mock-up to be like gq with michael kane on the cover they'd show that and then there'd be a question about michael kane or whatever why didn't that take off i don't know but my <laughs> wife my wife was on it too and hers, hers actually aired and she won the whole thing so she won a cruise and that's how we got to go to the caribbean Aww, yeah but i was on earlier before they retooled it and the prizes really sucked you said you tool yeah you, you <laughs> are did. what you say <laughs> and uh we didn't win or i didn't i went to the bonus round and i, and I didn't get it right Bone so around. that's why i won the consolation prize which is a $500 lobster cram. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, I would have won a trip for two to Las Vegas. Okay. That's, That's a four-hour drive cram. I'm saving. Yeah. So. Really good friends of my parents when I was a kid. They won um, the final, or she won. She won the final showcase showdown. Price is right. <gasps> That's right. She actually oh, won really? both showcases. What? Whoa. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. Did you go to their house? No, I don't even know if I was born yet. I might have. I think I was an infant or something when she went on. I, I don't know, but she won. She won a lot of loot. Way to go, girlfriend! Like a trip to Puerto Rico. I think she won a new car. Probably all kinds a of stuff. dishwasher and stuff. Probably. Oh my! The Probably taxes on that stuff is crazy, though. So you got to hope you can unload enough of the stuff. You are the biggest buzzkill. Well, it's true it's though. True, There's though. people that win it and they're like, I can't pay the taxes on these. So. Why well, you should have to pay tax on a gift or a prize? It's, it's weird to me. And there's people that like. I, I tax my friends if I give them a gift. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna need 15 percent. I thought that. you could <laughs> gift up to ten thousand dollars, or is it the equivalent? Is it just only cash? I think it's just cash. Tax? Yeah, something like that. But it's it's pretty brutal because uh, actually a friend of mine won. Uh, you know Jeff McKinnon, I think yeah. he won the showcase showdown and had to unload a bunch of stuff just to keep the two things he wanted to keep. And there's people that liquidate that like that their specialty is taking prizes at like a fraction of the value for cash for people that win on game shows. Yikes! That's not right. Yeah, it's pretty lame. That's wrong. That's this just another really reason why I don't like my government. Yeah. Just add it to the list of so many We're reasons. We're getting why pretty anarchy-ish. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with anarchy. No. Nothing. Let's do this. Let's just do it. Let's <laughs> do this huge tattoo down. on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> Join us. <laughs> Yikes. True colors. You guys, Jennifer Lopez and Mark Anthony broke up. Yeah, I heard about that. We haven't talked about that at all. We still haven't really talked about the Teen Choice Awards. Oh, yeah. But nothing great happened. Well, this is one funny thing I want to say about that, though. It's a lot of, like, what you would expect. It's a lot of, like, uh, Vampire Diaries, Twilight, Harry Potter. But then one thing that I thought was kind of funny was the choice uh, comedian for kids was Ellen DeGeneres, which is kind of weird. I guess she was Dory and and Nemo as her show. But, like, it just seems like an odd choice that teens would make considering everything else yeah. I don't know it seems weird to me well, well who's a comedian that's really tapped into the teens well no I mean just that's uh, I, would, so I would think well like they would be like Dane Cook or something like somebody who's a little more like well, Kevin James hopefully those kids Adam aren't Sandler. listening to Dane Cook I hope if not if they have any parental either. guidance yeah. whatsoever they're not listening Though, I love Dane Cook but I'm an adult I'm a grown <laughs> up a grown you up. can listen to what you I want to what I want Though there was a weird, like, Ed Helms won, like, best movie hissy fit for Hangover 2. And I'm like, so the teens are seeing Hangover, Hangover 2, 2, though? That's, that's scary. That's rated R. scary. Rated okay. R for mature audiences. <laughs> and, of course, uh, favorite uh, miniseries went to Mildred Pierce. So that was good to see. <laughs> we saw that coming. And, uh, <laughs> Mile away. Uh, um, anywho, we could talk about J-Lo and Mark Anthony well, now if you want to. to say, except for I was shocked. That's I actually was a little surprised. I was, too. They seemed real happy. They seemed happy. He had been on American Idol. Mm-hmm. Recently, I had gotten. Uh, I subscribed to Oprah. That's out the magazine. Here you go. Now that's there. Right. She had just had been in the magazine with her new fashion line, and like in the background, it's like her husband dotes over her as she picks out her pur- fur boots. Next thing I know, they're, they're not together. 
<laughs> Nobody else. I mean, if you've doted over for boots, right. you think that the relationship has some time dote left. Dote forever. Yeah. That's too bad. And that's too bad. Two beautiful babies. Those I just hope that they land on their feet. Out. Yeah, it's going to be tough for them, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. But, uh, ooh, yeah. They've already had a hard road. It's been a really tough long, ride for them. Ro- long, hard <laughs> road. I mean, she I'm only struggling. has like 10 fragrant- fragrances, I think. She might have She's to give up eight of them just to... Oh, God, just to make it even. Yeah. J-Lo, J-Lo, J-Lo. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say in bed. J-Lo, 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 J-Lo. Well, I hope they make, you know, they're okay. <laughs> we are so positive today. I do, too. You know? No, I'm serious. Yeah. Divorce Why would we sucks. wish anything bad on them? No, I don't know them. I don't know them to wish anything bad about them. Secretly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys hear about the uh, the cash cab killing a pedestrian in Vancouver? Yeah, I heard about that. We gotta bring it up. These they, are all two different. I know it's really sad, but the funny thing about it is, of course, they blow it out of proportion. Is like you think that like the game show is going on and he's doing questions. No, it's like a producer driving the car back to yeah. a holding lot or something like that. So oh. it, it happened off the cash ca- cab clock. It was just like Herbie on his own. <laughs> if we're what? gonna compare this to Herbie, you know, Herbie the, the love, love bug. bug. Right. That car has a mind of its own. Lindsay Lohan wasn't, if we're talking about the remake, she wasn't in control. Okay. Okay. I didn't see that. Oh. So maybe the next, maybe the next Herbie movie (laughs) needs to be that Herbie gets employed as the cash cab. I love cash cab. But I like the original cash cab. Yeah. With Ben Bailey. Mm. That one's nice. Mm. I didn't know that there were spinoffs though. Like I read that and I was like, oh, that makes sense. I didn't know that either. Oh, okay. I just found that out. It doesn't have the same oomph. Probably because like, a lot of their pop culture references I don't it's understand. Like, that's Canadian. a stupid question. Yeah, right. That's no, just a Canadian right. question. I'm like, oh, I don't know that. That's <laughs> interesting to me. Yeah, it's a good show. It's all questions about Maestro Fresh Wes. <laughs> <laughs> One Canadian rapper I know. And uh, maybe Canucks. Things yeah. Like that. Things like that. You know, the regular. <laughs> Funny. I'm taking a drink on that. I'm taking a sip on that. That's why you should. Thanks. Um, are you guys watching True Blood or Breaking Bad right now? I am watching True Blood. It's getting really sexy. Um, I don't, because I have DirecTV, I don't know which episode is aired or which one's a week ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know, no, but I don't know like what people don't have DirecTV. I don't know oh, what they've yeah. seen versus what I've right. seen, but what I've you seen. You get a week ahead? I do. I get, I get it. Yeah. Oh. So you can see one episode ahead. Oh my gosh. So it's pretty cool. So I don't know where you're You've at. definitely what, seen okay, more than me. Well, what aired Sunday? I didn't see last night. I'm watching it tonight. Oh. The last one I saw was super just gorgeous a lot of um she was doing Skarsgård in the woods that's the one you saw yeah so that wasn't that was the most recent one I saw but I know more has happened since then but I'm enjoying this whole turn (laughs) with him taking his clothes off more you know so much right now I'm not you've seen into my future I just I can't say anything all I'm saying is it's getting really good yeah yeah oh giddy up and I yeah, want to see Breaking yeah. Bad. It's actually one. There's two shows I have not seen one episode of, and I really want to. I'm going to do like a marathon. Yeah. Breaking Bad and The Killing. Oh, yeah. You're going to love. Love both of them, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. Get I ready know. to have your world wrecked. You like Breaking Bad. I, I love not, Breaking I Bad, yeah. I love it. It's yeah. great. I mean, it's crazy intense. And yeah, not that's at all not happy. a marathon when. Or you just need to have like sugar or happy things around you if you're watching it in a marathon because it's really upsetting. Breaking Bad. Yeah. So maybe break it up with. With something. Something happy. My Little Pony. Yeah, I was thinking that. Yeah. Care Bears. Care Bears. Glee. Two I'll Care just, Bear Cousins. No, I'll just go back to like old school stuff. Clarissa like Voyager. Oh. Yeah. Something, something, something hopeful. Like something, something where mankind <laughs> worked it out. Yeah. Speaking of, I was at, at Target today and it, 
I was looking at the TV section, and strangely, they have season one of Hey Dude out now. <gasps> it's a show on Nickelodeon when I was growing up that what Christine Taylor was on. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love that show. But no, they're doing this whole Nick at Night thing on Nick at Night where they're bringing back the 90s Nickelodeon shows, and it just started last week with Doug and Clarissa Explains It All. And they got like viewings four times what they usually get, and they're starting it at two in the morning. And it's like there's this whole audience they didn't know that is apparently like smoking weed or something at night. Like finally it's back on. And I think Hey Dude's next in the lineup. I think they can make a lot of money by re-releasing the original Land of the Lost. Giddy I up. I agree with that, yeah. yeah. Right. With, uh, what was that guy? What was the, what was the, like the monkey looking dude? Was it Chwaka? Chwaka? Cole's oh, got Chaka. Chwaka. Chaka. 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 Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's a great idea. Right. Take that to the bank. Right, take it to the bank, or like the Ren and Stimp, not Ren and Stimpy, um, Syphil and Ollie. No, yeah, oh, Syphil yeah. and Ollie people will totally go over. Ollie. Why are, are these things being kept away from the people? Well, what's hard Revolution. nowadays is, and they talked a lot about this on the Comic Con panels we went to. Oh yeah, is that there's just not a lot of money now in putting out actual hard copy DVDs of right. things because now of all the stuff people downloading the Netflix streaming and things like mm-hmm. that, just people just have stopped actually buying like tangible tactile tangible things so now like there there's lots of great stuff out there but they're just afraid to take the time and the money to put them out there because maybe it'll be an initial push and then they just kind of and it's more expensive because you're paying for like you're getting money for free stuff if it's downloadable you know after you do it instead of having to pay for production so well that's why a lot of the studios now are doing like dvd on demand kind of things basically we're like here's a title if you like it we'll burn it for you for 20 bucks yeah and then you can sort of go into a hub that's what it needs to do. What's yeah. a hub? Well, like a like an electronic hub where you just pay for something. You can own it. You watch it anytime you want. You don't have to re-rent it. You don't have to do it's anything. It's always in your hub. It's like your DVD collection, but it's in a cyber hub, and you just punch in a code. And you're cyber like, hub? Do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I'm I don't loving know if this idea. like that out there, but I would imagine that that's where it's, it's hub. going. That way you I can think it is, own too, it. Yeah. Or you cyber cubby, maybe. It. McCubby. Something like that. It's a McCubby. It's like, it's like Apple TV. But you just punch in like a separate code, and then your entire library that you own is just right there. Yeah. Yeah. I keep hearing about clouds. I do have cloud. I still don't quite know how I'm, what I'm doing what with is it yet. That? It's just out it's there. It's like if I were to buy something on my iTunes right now, it's automatically in my computer, and it's also in the air. I don't have to sync this anymore to anything. It's just everything just Ugh. speaks to each other. Don't you think something bad is happening to us? All this information going through the air. Oh, I think we're. Doomed. doomed. Yeah, yeah, probably. Pretty much. But we're we're doomed except everything's gonna be faster and easier until then. Yeah. I would I would actually <laughs> no but see I I I have a theory. I, I would argue we're actually de evolving. Oh I think I think And the reason I say this is because we're we are technically in some sort of fight or flight mode all the time because we're like this. Right? It's like, well, I have to catch up and you're just it's it's instant and you're like you don't have yeah. time to relax and so you're in that biological Whatever that stasis of the thing, that fight or flight, that yeah. fear-based mode where you're going, which is actually very primal and old. Ooh. See what I'm saying? I, I like you. this theory. I think well, I mean, we might be expanding our consciousness, but we're actually becoming um, primal, like apes. Oh, like monk, like Kuhush. What was his name? Chaka. 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 Wow. We're all Chaka. We're totally That's what's happening Chaka. right now. I'm going to call him Chaka Kuhush is. from now on, though. So thanks. <laughs> we're totally Kuhush, you guys. man. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely feel like our attention spans have, like, gone down the drain. It's just, like, yeah. even, like, we'll be watching TV, and at the same time, we're looking at our phones, and it's like, you know, this this episode of White Collar would probably be a little more involving if I actually yeah. really it's concentrated on it instead of and doing my words of friends. It's a decision to turn off your phone. 
Yeah, it really is. I actually is. have to think about it. I'm like, I'm just going to put the, I'm actually turning it on airplane mode. There you go. I'm putting it. I have to put it in the other room or I'll keep touching it even if it's off. I keep going, mm. oh, yeah, I turned it off. Well, the weird thing, too, is nowadays is, like, you call somebody or you text them or whatever, and if you don't hear back in, like, 10 minutes, you're like, what? Are they in a ditch someplace? What's going <laughs> They're on? They're standing Are me up. They at hate me. me. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas in what the past, it was like you would leave a message for somebody on their machine, and if you heard back the next day, it was like, thanks for getting back to me so <laughs> fast, you know? Mm-hmm. We have escaped. Like, we can't escape ourselves anymore. That You don't get to hide anywhere. There's no away. You're never on vacation. We're just going to download it into our brains, what it's going to be. Oh, no. And you'll just be able to, like, connect in your little... Ding, 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 ding. Hello. Oh, that would be horrible. Hi. Oh, <laughs> hey, Mom. Hold on. Hold on. Got somebody on the other... Uh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, much. I'm streaming Buffy right now, so... Oh, God. Oh, glitches in our brain. I want to tell you that I really love Bandwagon. Thank you so much. And for those of you too. out there who haven't watched it, watch Bandwagon. It's you must watch Bandwagon. It's so pretty perverse. Good. Go to the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Bandwagon. Bandwagonification. Is like the, like Californication or, or fornication. fornication. Yeah. Or bandwagonification. Or vacation. Yeah. Vacation. I yeah. um got into them and then I watched them all immediately. I was like, oh, oh. And then I was in, 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 in. The great thing about bandwagon is that it's a never ending concept because there's always a bandwagon. Yep. There's always a cause. There's always something for Emma Caulfield, asshole celebrity, to get herself <laughs> entangled <laughs> with. Whether it's, you know, a vegan food, right. that's her, th- or if it, you know, what, whatever. Uh, there will always just be pick something. pick a topic that seems to be very hot at the moment, and yep. that's something that Emma can just dive into. And, and it's got to be really fun playing a, just a, a crazy blown out version of yourself. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. It's much more acceptable now. I mean, when I when we first when we shot what Axe is our first season, but it's not. We didn't shoot it as a show. We shot that as like this really indie guerrilla style film back in oh yeah i saw 2005 and then you broke it up into webisodes yeah we just we didn't get distribution and no one really was like no one quite understood it no one was really doing much of that at the time and certainly the topic at least emma's first bandwagon i mean dealing with any sort of handicap mentally disabled anything like that you just don't do you just was like no that's like the one thing no one wanted to get near which only made us wanted to do it more right um but there was, you know, it just sort of stuck with everybody. And, you know, up until about last year, I get asked all the time from people, like, are we ever going to see it? Can we? So we all just got together, the three of us, which is Carrie Bowman, who plays Tubi, who's also the director she's and co-creator, awesome. yeah, along great. with myself and Camilla Ranson. Um, she is great. She's a genius. We, um, we just sat around and we're like, you know, why don't we just cut it up and put it out as a, as a web series, which is a very forgiving format as well. I mean, yeah. sort of the problems that we had just did not having any money at right. the time we can get away with, you know, in this medium and see how it does and see if people like it. And people did. And, and then we just remembered how much fun we had and we're like, well, let's see, like, what could we do this for? How could we, what kind of money do we need? Who could we pull? What's another topic Emma can tackle for season two or season, right. really season one for all right. intents and purposes. Um, and Tracy Toms is a very good friend of all of ours. Um, I was a big fan. am a big fan of Yvette Nicole Brown from community. Love her. And yeah. She's great. She happened to be a fan of mine. She was a freak for a, f- a film I did called timer. And I she, love timer. Yeah. Thank you. And, and she you was too. just blowing up timer on, on Twitter. And I was like, uh, you're blowing my mind because <laughs> I, 
community is the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. I, I, I'm obsessed with community. It pains me. I'm not on community. Yeah. You're so funny, blah, blah, blah. It was like this mutual admiration society. And I'm like, I really hope we can work together someday. She said, me too. And, and then it was like, actually, <laughs> really? here's a link to something. Let me see what you think. If you have any interest in being involved with this, we're putting together season two. Let me know. And she got back straight away. And she's like, this is so wrong and awesome. Yes. I count, love it. Count me in. And then we got her. And then everything else just kind of, we brought back some people from the, from the first one. And um, Emma decided to take on black Hollywood in this naturally one. naturally as one yeah. would do um <laughs> as, and as how there's just do. there's something wrong with black Hollywood clearly that yeah. it's not representative enough and right. it's there you know it's we you know she really needs to come in and make a difference and and help help black people get better roles you know and it's her with, role. with, with the help of really actually highly successful yeah. black people <laughs> um <laughs> which is hilarious and to be resurfaces and that's that's explained ultimately um but we have a show within a show, the Urban Glee, um, which is Emma's and Emma's and Tracy's creation to make a black glee. Nice. Um, and it, of course, all goes, you know, as you would imagine, things really start well. to go. It's, uh, things are not, yeah. <laughs> um, but that's that's the fun of it, you know, to yeah. see how to see how big of how big of a creation she can make and ultimately try to get herself out of. It's a, it's a formula like anybody else. Um, nice. Yeah, and it's totally endless. You could just there's mm-hmm. gonna be causes forever, right. forever. I mean, we're already batting around what we'll do next season. We're like, well, we could do this, and that'd be really funny, and then that would bring in this group, and these are this kind of few actors who are very high profile with this cause that we could, you know, we already have had a few people who were like, who were amazing. We're like, wow, really? You want to do this? <coughs> oh yeah, yeah. UPS, you know, is like. <laughs> We're doing this like low, what you literally like, no, 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 obviously we just want to do it because it's fun. And oh, that's awesome. So depending on who we finalize, that probably will indicate or dictate what cause Emma yeah. gets involved in. Nice. So we, we put it out there to fans though. Do you guys have any particular, you know, cause you'd like to see Emma get involved in? Are there any uh, fan favorites? Mm. There's a uh, gay rights. That's a really popular one. Yeah. Um, we would ideally like to go out of Hollywood. We didn't intend for this to be Hollywood centric. It right. just has stayed that way. Right. Um, but that's, that's cool. Great. Um, uh, yeah. Gay rights was popular. Um, something to do with, um, like organic food, um, you know, versus the sort of mass produced food, particularly with stuff that's been in the news race recently yeah. with the Rossum raid in Venice and, and all that, like, you know, raw food movement. Um, there's, there's, there's a few. Uh-huh. I just like I said, I, we we really want to keep it out of Hollywood. Yeah. I think ideally, that's exciting. That's very exciting. We're nice. Very, we're it, it's time. always funny to me though when it, it does go Hollywood. Like for some reason, there's a perception of like it's too it's too in. Like people won't understand. It's too like inner workings right. of Hollywood. And I'm like it's people have seen movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They understand that there's probably this slimy business behind it. And then when you do see it, like. It's always funny to me, but like I've always found that that's the knock in any project that anybody does. That's like it's too insider. It's too insider. There's no way that the masses are going to understand this. The masses. Yeah. Well, what's fun is if you actually are, you know, because Tracy plays Tracy, yeah. and that plays of it, and I'm playing me. I mean, we're not really those people. Right. There's little elements that we've just taken and made ridiculous, but um, that's something we hope at least. I don't know. Lessons that 
that liability well, a little no, bit. Well, no, it's like, like Curb Your Enthusiasm, too, where mm-hmm. you're, you just get on board with the versions of these people, and then you get to have so much fun with it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Curb and Entourage, too. Yeah. Same, same, same thing. They're such, like, crazy. Like, Seth Green is, like, nuts on yeah. Entourage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, Johnny Galecki and Bob Saget and people like that playing just, you know, total crazy heightened versions of themselves. And there probably are people that watch these things and think that that's how these people actually are 100% and just don't understand right. the joke. I get that still from people. Yeah. Who from did Bandwagon? Yeah. Well, initially, like when, when we started doing this, I mean, I think Curb, I think was just starting. I mean, yeah. this, this wasn't really this idea of being you, but not you wasn't really out there. Um, and my, my manager was like, cause I'm not particularly with the topic of, of, of season one. She's like, look, this is just really, be-. she loved it. She said, yeah. this is really believable. And you, you very much come across as this person and you know, you, you really run the risk of offending people. Like, do you care? Like you might not work. Like you might actually, like people might not really want to take, you know, because of perception. And that only made me more excited. I'm like, well then, then they're stupid. Like fucking idiots. Like you should get on on board. Like that's, that's great. It's a compliment. Like if you're thinking that that's real, you know, which wasn't, it just wasn't a concern for me. Um, smartly so. And now it's, you know, it's just very, at the risk of sounding like Emma Caulfield, we did it first. <laughs> oh, booyah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We were doing it. it. Well, plus, it's like if you just look at YouTube comments or anything that's up there, it's like for every enlightened, great comment, there's three like idiotic, buffoonish, like mm-hmm. I can't spell anything or think mm-hmm. and I don't understand this, so I'm going to say it's gay and mock yeah. it or whatever. Yeah. And that's all it is. Yeah. So, like, no matter what you do, people aren't going to perceive it correctly a lot of time people will like you even better for it exactly yeah we're not we're not trying to appease the The morons out there no we don't care about them not pro buffoonery no maybe season three (laughs) maybe yeah maybe that's somehow it's a cause for her i don't know figure it out youtube idiots Uh, well we're not we're not trying to make fun of anybody we're we're skewering just hypocrisy in general which is why i think it can absolutely go beyond hollywood because there's hypocrites everywhere no matter what you do and that's ultimately that's that is one of the main through lines for the show it's just the motives that people have and what they say they believe in how how they present themselves isn't always entirely accurate and hopefully you end up rooting for people within the show that you wouldn't normally root for right or you know what i mean when you when you do the series, is a lot of it improvisational? It's all improv. So it's, the entire you, thing. You is basically improv. have like an outline for yeah. the scene. We have a skeleton script. Goes. Okay. So we know, like the the overall story for the season of where everything needs to go, like how how that how it will end. Like you know, we have a how the how our season ends. I'm not going to say how it yeah. ends, but we like well, this is how this is going to end here, and about halfway through, this all this stuff needs to be in place and. Um, these conflicts need to come in somewhere in here and this relationship needs to form in here and um, just character plot points pretty yeah. much. Um, but that's it. I mean, once the camera rolls, we just like, okay, so in this scene, you know, it's the pitch meeting and it's, uh, you're going to need to start feeling like maybe you're getting railroaded. Cool. And Oh, that's so fun. And go. And it's almost always the first take. Is really? What, is what we use. We don't, we maybe maybe three takes and that's really rare two two usually but it's right. always the first one pretty it's much usually the freshest take and oh, that's the so most funny. genuine i love it and you're working with groundlings you're working yeah. with people who are just that's nothing they for do. them yeah. Right. yeah it's just and you know you've got 10 points go make a scene out of it and and what's great for me about it is because you know it's cheap to film stuff nowadays you know mm-hmm. that you can 
take as many takes as you need and let people run and go crazy and stuff and not worry about yeah, running, out of, tape, now. running yeah. out of time, you in know, cloud cubby. Kind of stuff. It's all in a cubby. Yeah, it's all in a cloud. In a hub. Well, we raised our money on Kickstarter, which was great. And you have another awesome project on Kickstarter, too. We have another awesome project on Kickstarter. This one is um, with Camilla Ranson, one of the three of our bandwagon amazing creators. Uh, Camilla and I are actually writing partners. Mm-hmm. We did a, we started it as a digital comic called Contrapussy. Um about a controversial cat yep. amongst its, again, a societal, you know, mock-up. I mean, it's right. you know, not to be taken seriously whatsoever. Um, and then we uh, were very fortunate, and we ended up getting picked up by IDW, which is awesome. And That's they're, crazy. Um, and now they're going to be doing their whole push and have the book and love and, it, and nice. which is great. Um, and that's the, at the end of this year. And then we loved the format and we write all together all the time. And we had this other project called ripped. Um, when we put this, we're like, well, let's, let's start this as a, as a digital comic as well. And then we'll release a limited amount of books. And then phase three is actually the show full for fully formed four seasoned, 10 episode per oh, wow. season show. Um, and we're like, well, let's just let's start this first. We did well with Contrapussy, and, and this is actually far more, I don't know, comic friendly, I yeah, guess. Like, right. it, like in that sort of how you think of, of digital, I mean, of uh, graphic novels being, I mean, it's a very, it's high concept and it's um, a lot of lore and period and violent at times um it's a much different depart it's a huge departure for us and the kickstarter piece that we put up which we loved um is intentionally very misleading like we we can't actually and we just can't say what it's really about until it goes up online and once it's up then you know it's going to be a real fun right it's going to be really fun for people it's really fun i mean we can't say yes it's it's victorian and there's psychic phenomenon going on and that's about and so far i've got a really clear picture of that right yeah. yes you can just see it you can see how it all oh, na- i know where this is going yeah. um it's about no, people this- in the victorian age who use their psychic powers to start kickstarter exactly and- uh no it's it's there there's a lot going on um and that but i mean obviously the psychic phenomenon the backdrop of the sort of repressed um time yeah you know in the late 1800s in london um but it, there's a lot there's a lot going on with it. So, you know, on the one hand, we would have liked to have told people, which would have really whet their appetites. We're like, we just can't run. But you it. Already we, we can't run it the real rest. good because you exceeded your goal, right? We yes, we have far exceeded it, which is great. We have about I think 19 more days. I think we asked for seven, and we're nearing 17. Giddy up, nice. which is awesome. Uh, we have our. Uh, the same illustrator that we did Contrapussy with, he's back. Those the same. are awesome illustrations. By Thank the way. you. He's yeah. so talented, um, and he is just now blown up. So that's great. We were very lucky to get him back. Um, did Contrapussy blow him up? Uh, there are a few things that blew him up. He, the whole creative team, actually, we were one of the first people to format for the iPad. Oh wow! Actually, we're quite really? the trailblazers. I don't know if you know that. No. Are, are less than aware. Uh, but that was a conscious decision on our part, and um, now that's everywhere. That's and, crazy. And I'm not way well, to go, I'm not, girlfriend. I'm not, thank you. I, you can prove it because you can just look that up. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna Google that because I don't. I don't believe well, I don't you. I like take credit <laughs> for something I didn't do. But no, that's something that we did, and that's uh, something we're very proud of. So once again, obviously, it'll be formatted for that. Um, we have the same letterer. 
we have almost the entire group, the gang, back together, together again, again, back together again. We'll launch it in September. And then um, once that go, because it's very clear from the very, the, the sort of the, the pull, the hook yeah, is right there within the first, I mean, it's the second you see it, you're like, oh, okay, that's what this is about. Ah. And so we did, we literally can't. And then it goes, you know, we'll, we'll go. Well, now I'm getting really gotcha. excited. It's the very exciting. It's very, it's very hooky. So it's you've got really exciting. 19 days left on that. Is that we have 19 days. 19 days. And how do we um, find it on Kickstarter? Uh, just go ripped. Just search ripped, ripped on Boom. Kickstarter. There you go. One of we'll put a link to it too yeah, on, our, on our site. One of the incentives, because I see you have this, this bunny uh-huh. situation here. Uh, one of the incentives that I, I have, because that's part of the fun of, of seeing how you're going to get your money. I was like, okay. Because the bunny thing, it, like, no matter what I do, it, like, I just can't. It must it, be bunny. It just won't leave me. And I'm like, I don't understand. It's been like seven years. It's but your I'm, albatross, but it's, it's a It is rabbit. my albatross. Yeah. It, is the, it is the albatross. <laughs> um, you know, so I was like, okay, how can I how can I use something that is so identifiable with me right. and make it my own and make it work to my advantage right. instead of something I want to scream every time I hear right. it. <laughs> and I was like, I know. So I am taking, uh, 200 photos of me in that suit. Oh right? my gosh. Stupid yep. suit that I had to get in for that one. Do you episode. have it? I don't have it. Oh. Uh, there's a couple places in town who rent it. <laughs> So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rent it for the day, and I've been going back and forth about what the – because at first I was like, oh, okay, I'll just – because I have to do so many. I'm like, yeah. I'll just get a white wall. I'll do it, and there's a sign, and it's, you know, whatever pers- – you know, the message. And then, oh, and then, that's I, and then I'll sign the photo to them and yeah. whatever and send it off. I was like, well, that's really boring because for sure that's going to end up on the internet immediately. Right. So how do I make this creatively interesting? And so I batted around a few different ideas, and I think – what it's what it's I've settled on is the mug shot. So <gasps> I'm pr- pretty much going to be funny suit mug shot with a message. So at least it's cool. It's oh, like a that's awesome. Thread. Very sort of editorial almost photo yeah. as opposed to a ridiculous. People want to hang it up, pop it up. And we made I want to say six thousand. I think we made six thousand or seven. We we I think we pretty much made our goal from that. From that alone. So the bunny has come to pay you the that The bunny now. has paid us there massive. The bunny is, is dividends. So I'm like, thank you for the bunny. Finally. Take finally the bunny to the it. bank. Finally, <laughs> I can thank the bunny. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, we're excited. And there's other stuff. And we're going to be releasing a few more last minute. Um, just fun, unlocked incentives for for people. And, and it's great. It's That's really awesome. incredibly helpful. Well, do you think your Buffy stuff influenced the lore? Kind of like your interest in that whole world, the underground world of comics and no i'm a i've been a huge science fiction fan my whole life so i'm ridiculous i mean (laughs) obscene fan like it's it's this close to literally like dressing up (laughs) like i'm fanatical for it i love the genre i find it um when it's done really well i find it ultimately very hopeful yeah Uh, i mean we were saying something was sort of joking about it earlier but i i um I don't have a whole lot of faith in in mankind. I think on the average, on in a whole, and so for me, it's like it has everything's worked out, right? To some extent. I mean, unless it's you know end of the world science fiction, yeah. but I mean, the good stuff ultimately to me has like the Star Treks and all those. Those you know, mankind got it together, and um, you know, we're just we're alive. Right. Even if things aren't great, we're still here. We yeah. haven't wiped each other off the planet. 
Um, yeah, that seems to be the theme in a lot of sci-fi is like even in our darkest day, it tends to be the humanity that works right. things out. It right. does. and ultimately comes through. And that's um, anything like that tends to have a, a really dense, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Mythology or dense... Yeah. Um, something like that. I know. That's I was trying to think, think of the word, too. It's not yeah. mythology. Dense... Um, whatever. Like Game of Thrones right. or something. But that's fantasy. That's not really sci-fi. But that's... It's again, like the whole set of rules in history for the, mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. And I love that. And I think once you... If you do... If you follow that and yeah. you're true to that and you don't insult your audience, then I think it's... It's it's one of the most rewarding, if not most rewarding, genres there are. So that's that's been something I've loved for quite some time. And then moving into writing and producing has just been something I've I've been moving into for a, a while. Yeah. Um, it's something I love. Not moving out of acting, but just something like I don't want to just act. I think it's it's highly limiting. And the people that I I really admire um, do all of that. You're right. You know. They, they have their hands in all kinds of things, and they do them quite well. And you get a little more control over your life, too. Just a little ideas. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, ownership of, of it. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, that's another reason why we're putting Ripped up online is because everything these days is coming from a pre-existing yep. property, and that's really the only way you can hold on to your product. Um, yep. And we we don't plan on, on giving that up. We have no intention of giving that up. Nice. So, um, and it's been my goal, created by. Like, that's just... Like I, I want that, and people I've I've had the pleasure of working with over the years, like your Joss Whedon's or yeah. whatever, who have built an empire off mm-hmm. of their their work, and um, it's like, well, I can be you. Yeah, I got worlds I got, in my head. I got go. a lot of stories in my head. I'm gonna and, uh, and make them out. <laughs> and uh, fine, you want to like, you know, you want to like Anya. Cool. Hopefully, yeah. you will like all of this as well. Not and just as a door to all your other stuff. Huh? It's great. Like the, that character in that world is a door to the rest of you. Yes. And it definitely has. It's been as much as it's difficult at times because I, it feels like I have to work that much harder to win them over, right. which is really strange. Because they just want so, you to be that. They just always want me to be that. Right. And so I have to, I have to really push and be like, well, no, I really think you're going to like this. And nine out of 10, they do. And so yeah. it's great. It's just, I have to push that much harder because it is such a, um, a rabid fan base unlike anything. And I one I understand because right. I love science fiction. I just worked with, I was doing Leverage a couple of weeks ago. Just really good show. If you guys don't watch it, it's a really good show. And um, Jonathan Frakes directed me. And I was like, oh. That must have been a trip for you. My God. <laughs> like, I go to bed watching you. <laughs> I don't know how often. And there you are. And he's a great director. And I've known he's been a great director for a while. Um but like I found even myself doing that for a split second. I was like, oh my God, it's I'm like, no, you're not. You're not that person. You're a whole you're other person. Jonathan Frakes. <laughs> you're Jonathan Frakes, you know. Um, and I think a lot of other, you know, uh, whatever their television shows or films, whatever they do, those actors don't have to deal with that. And it's right. Well, that was one of the things when we were at Comic-Con, like there's these signing areas where people who are like kind of niche for what they're not like the soup Nazi from Seinfeld was Mm -hmm. signing stuff too. And just, you know, some of them are kind of sad lines or nobody there or whatever. Um, but then it's really weird how you trip out when you see certain people like James Hong was up there signing, who was low pan from big trouble in little China. (laughs) And he's like, my favorite movies, by the way, it's a great film. He's like a hundred years old. Like I, Mm -hmm. he's, but he's still working, which is crazy. Um, and he was this, this feeble little old man wearing a purple captain's hat, like a sailor cap. 
<laughs> which is really bizarre. But I was like, ah, low pan. Yeah. Ah. And I was really tempted to go over and, you know, get a picture and sign something that I ultimately didn't. But it's just it's just weird how, you, like, when you see somebody that you identify so much with what particular character right. or, or, a or, or a world or whatever, and then you're like, but they're a person outside of it. Yeah. What? Uh. No. It's yeah. kind of weird, <laughs> that weird moment. Yeah, I mean, science fiction in general is... It like you said, it's very captivating, but can be ultimately very limiting if you don't manage to find something that that really breaks you out right. of that another role, whether it's within that world that's yeah. very I don't know that's as equally engaging for people. Um, like Patrick Stewart went off and did right. X Men, so that's just another huge genre for him. Yeah. So right. I mean, he's this, and he was Shakespeare and all that crap. So he's like. You know, we get it. We get it. You know what I mean? Like he's, he's his own brand. Yeah. Um, or even Shatner now, you know, just, he's just this amazing comedian, like Emmy winner, like Shatner. It's like, he's not this person, you're William Shatner. You know, he's very much, he's owning the Shatner. Right. Yeah. He's like commenting. Then you have somebody like, like James Marsters who, Mm -hmm. you know, was phenomenal as Spike and Mm -hmm. isn't British. Right. And Mm -hmm. when, uh, he did a play for Jenny at LA theater works. And you know, when, when you hear him talk, else you know just like i'm james marshers i'm a normal person <laughs> people are always like whoa where's the <laughs> but you're spike yeah. like it's just it's weird when um you know he's done other stuff too yeah. but like it's like i think he's gonna have the hardest time living that down um it's tough i mean you know i was um reading a lot about sarah's new show the ringer yeah. or whatever which looks really really good and my co-star chris palaha's on that from life unexpected and oh, like wow. and he's awesome and i'm like oh my god yeah. this is what a small world like that's great and um i was like well that sucks like everything like all the all the te- like the little ads or whatever it's not all of them but enough of them are like and buffy and i'm like dude fuck are you kidding me like yeah. seriously <laughs> yeah She's not like, and right. it, just, it gets really frustrating. Like you have a body of work, right? right. Bo- and this, I'm sure, will do extremely well, and yeah. will will push. You know, she'll be she'll move out of of that niche and and into something else. Um, and Let's, again, someone like Joss isn't Buffy. Joss is Joss because Joss is Firefly and, and Angel, yeah, exactly. and Doctor Horrible, on Doctor Horrible, yeah. and now the Avengers. I mean, right. he's he's his own brand, which is. Um, very much my goal because the stuff that I do, I'm not necessarily saying it's science fiction. I mean, my stuff's pretty all over the place, but, um, my intention is to be a brand. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I'm mentioning closer. I mean, you have a, a lot know. of projects going on right a lot now. Of projects. That are all really like they're different. They're different and they're doing okay. Yeah. Maybe next comic con or whatever my, I'll have my panel. I would have loved to have done Great it this panel. year, but the stuff just wasn't, Ready. The yeah. Contrapussy book wasn't out. We hadn't launched Bandwagon. Ripped hadn't gone on. You're going to have like five different fan bases exploding at once. I want, that's my goal. Like, yeah. That's what I want. I'd be yeah. like, and this is a panel. And show up there on my term. Show up there like a Felicia Day. Right. Show up there like these right. people who are them and they're not. Like you're not just showing up as Anya in the bunny suit. You're like, exactly. Yeah. Like, okay, here's this body of work or, ti- or a timer or these right. things that have these cult followings, yeah. again, which are science fiction, which is yeah. kind of odd. It's a romantic comedy science fiction film. Yeah. I didn't really plan on, again, going into that. Um, but it's nonetheless there. Um, but it's, it's great. It's sort of you know, embracing this body of work where then I can speak with some, uh, I don't know, wisdom on yeah. multimedia, which I didn't, Again, was a happenstance. Like I 
I had no intention of going in and doing a digital comic. It well, was how just did something. You meet, how did you decide to do that? Well, was it the illustrator? Or? Uh, no, well, Cam- well, Camille and I had this idea for, and we wanted to do. And originally, we were were like, you know, this this would be like a fun because Seth Green's very important. Yeah. And, you know, again, someone who's managed to brand himself. Yeah. I mean, yes, to up. the crazies and the fanatics who won't ever let it go. It's like, you're Oz, but he's not. He's yeah. Seth, and he does Robot Chicken, and he's yep. got his myriad of work. Producing and producing. Acting, yeah, and he does all of it, yeah. and he's brilliant at it. Um, he's very inspirational to me, and he, you know, with Robot Chicken, and I love that, and I've, I've been lucky enough to work for him on that, and it's great. And Camilla and I were like, this would be a really fun... Like, that looks like fun. We could do that with this concept, maybe this crazy world with these animals who are very human and and demented and very clearly R-rated and just pop culture references, you know, sprinkled throughout everything. Um, And we're like, okay, well, he's on Adult Swim. You know, let's gear this for that. And then uh, we had a meeting with someone who's very instrumental uh, instrumental for us named Christian Baranek who ended up sort of becoming like this man. He was really... for all intents and purposes, the producer of that project and still is. Um, and he was very knowledgeable in that whole world. And he was like, actually, what I think you need to do is get this online first before it's ever a book, before you ever pitch it, put it online. And I was like, online comics? Is some, who's doing that? Is anyone mm. doing that? Like, I had no idea. He's like, you'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. And give it a few years and it's, and it's going to be – it's like anything – Yep. Whether it's TV going to internet, whether it's seed, whether people aren't buying hard copies of music, right. everything's digital. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is the way. Trust yep. me. And he was right. Super smart. He was right. And it just opened up a whole world for us that we had no idea. And now I'm just obsessed with. I'm like, why would I, why would I do anything that's not online? Like, right. this is just, it's immediate. It's here. You can do so much. You have complete creative control. Yep. Um, again, Felicia Day, a very, uh, hu- like, a huge inspiration for us in terms of her being able to own everything. I mean, she had had opportunities, whatever, to sell it, but she would not have owned it anymore. And she's like, no thanks. Smart lady. No thanks. And my parents just uh, decided it was time to drive down my comics to me from when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. So they oh just literally, like, last week dropped off, like, about a thousand comic books oh. that I had. Just, you know, you in- could buy a house with that. It's like <laughs> a 40-year-old virgin style. <laughs> it was one of those things where, like, you know, they're all bagged and boarded, so, like, they're all in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. Most of them are. Some of them aren't. Yeah. But uh, I was like, God, I really don't know what these are worth nowadays because, you know, I was a teenager when right. I collected them. You know, I was in the 90s or whatever. Yeah. Like, it's been a while. So then <laughs> I found a site online that, like, basically – because Wizard used to be the old price guy that you would use. But now right. it's like I, that doesn't exist anymore, right. at least not in a tactile state, I don't think. So I found a place where, like, literally, like, you can type in what your collection is. It shows you what everything's worth. You look up the thing. You pl- check what Ugh. you have it and then it, it like adds it that to a database like a lot of work. yeah it took me a couple of days but i was like i just have no yeah. idea and then it puts it in an excel sheet and you can print it out and you know what you, you got to, bad boy what you working you had with? to pay like 10 bucks to do it basically but um it, it's like three thousand dollars worth which is fine it's actually like 800 issues or something yeah. like that which some of them are worth like 50 bucks a lot of them are worth like four dollars right you know and then the which in a sense is like well it was a dollar when i bought right. it so it's you know appreciated 400 percent or whatever but really right. it's like that's been sitting in a closet for 25 yeah. years <laughs> right and that's what it's worth now and then it, and then i realized when i looked back at it like about the late 80s early 90s is when there's like a very clear break to where the prices change because mm. all of a sudden it was a valued collection at that uh. point. Like everybody collected them and they saw 
the the actual value in collecting versus just like I was a kid, I read a comic book Assuming, three times basically. and I threw it in yeah. a box, and if I still had it, it'd be worth something because there wasn't that perceived value in right. collecting them. So like some of the early like Fantastic Fours I mm-hmm. had that were from like the late seventies that I didn't even really read or was that into right. but somehow I'd gotten in a grab bag or were thrown to me those are the ones that are worth like 70 bucks yeah. the ones that are like oh X-Men 200 to 300 that I was like crazy mm-hmm. like all over so is everybody else and those are the ones that are like $4 right. $6 $8 if you're lucky right. which is weird to think that so now it's like do I try to unload them or do I just keep them for another 25 years when your babies. they'll be worth $7 each <laughs> right so. I don't know it's an investment depends on if you want yeah like what's yeah. it and there's some sentimental value, just like thumbing yeah. through them, like, oh, I used to read this one over and over, and that kind of Aww. thing. But... I only had one comic book. I don't even remember what it was, except for it had an ad for Sea Monkeys, and I wanted them so bad. Oh, the ads are the best. I was flipping through. There's like a full page ad for Bonkers. Do you remember that candy? Yeah. yeah. It's like people sh- like cowering from the bonking candy that was falling on <laughs> I love Oh, it. no, Bonkers. Yeah. And Mad Balls. If you remember those, what are mad balls? they were these rubber balls that had like crazy weird faces on them. Oh yeah, they were really ugly. They're mad balls, and they actually made a cartoon yeah. show about it briefly, and a comic series. Really stupid. I love that. <laughs> didn't work. That branding didn't work out. And the Battletoads video game. That was a bunch. Whoa. A bunch of them too. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Battletoads. Guy size. <laughs> I only I only collected. Well, I didn't really collect. But the only comic I can remember that I really liked was Archie. Oh, yeah. yeah I, had kind of a, a I had a few thing. of those. Yeah, definitely that was... Oh, that's what my Sea Monkey's ad was in, an Archie comic. An Archie comic. Yeah. It's like, are you Betty Veronica? Yeah. You know? yep. I was neither. I, was, I wish I could hang out with one of them. Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were really, really cool. They're very fabulous women. They were cool. Yeah. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do first, Let's shall do we? it. All right. So every episode, we do a first. It's a different kind of first. Like the first movie you saw in the theater or whatever. Okay. We've done 50 of these, so... Um, they're, uh, speaking of, this is, this is the 50th episode. Episode 50. Aww, I yep. like that. Yep. You're, you know, an anniversary gift to us. I love that. That's right. So nice. The golden. Hey, Vanessa, I got you Emma Caulfield for oh, our 50th. Thank you. Cole, I got you Emma Caulfield. Oh, my God. Oh really? God. Oh. Hey. Hi. <laughs> so happy I'm here. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so here's the first question. Uh-huh. Uh, what was the first nickname you got, and how did you feel about it? First nickname. Oh, well, I guess my mom gave it to me, Porky McTavish. Oh, Porky McTavish. Porky McTavish. I wasn't a fat baby. She just, I don't know. She picked me up out of the crib, and she's like, who's Porky McTavish? And it just kind of <laughs> stuck. She said, me. Me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, Porky is now sort of my alter ego. Whoa. When I want to be bad or I want to just, porky? I have a lot of things to say, it's usually Porky's fault. Oh. Porky, <laughs> porky has a lot of, you know, I like Porky. Porky's actually someone... I'd like to model myself after. And Maybe I'll he, just make, she is Irish. She's uh, so apparently. She's a McTavish. She's a McTavish, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I actually, actually do have a little oh, Irish in, me, in my lineage. Oh, a little yeah? bit. A little bit. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, my mom called McTavish. me Butterball as a baby. I was fat. I was <laughs> a horribly ugly baby. And they wrote my name because I was born in November. They wrote my name on a turkey and put it on the crib. Like if you're born in November, you're a turkey baby. But. It was bad for me because I was fat like a turkey, and so people just call me Butterball. Oh. Yeah. That really? hasn't stuck, though. That one hasn't stuck. No. Well, no, you're not a Butterball now. Thank, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Emma. Welcome. Uh, oh, well, Casper, too. That was like a childhood nickname, though. Nice. Like scary? those. 
can you friendly. swear on the podcast? You can. Yeah. Those assholes that I went to school with in grade school. Because I was really pale because my mom didn't want me to go out in the sun ever. And thank God yeah. because, you know, I don't look haggard now, yeah. I don't think. Uh, very fresh. You know, very thank fresh you so much. Firm. Skin's in good condition. Yeah. Um, no, there are people that look like the California raisins now yeah, because they're constantly out in the sun. With the oil and all of that. <laughs> and all my friends were super, super, t- you know, tan, like really tan. And like, Casper, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna look good one day, and you're not. Eat that. Eat Somebody called at. me Ragland once. In 20 years, oh. I'll get my gum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get my gum yeah. up another podcast in 20 years. God, whatever. What people call you Cole? People never really good ones for me, and nothing that really stuck. No one ever Stupid. called me a nickname other than just like Stratton, you know, because his oh. last name. But I would get called like Coca Cola, which made no sense. Well, that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense, Coca-Cola. but it's like, ooh. <laughs> you know? or, I just call you Cola. Yeah. Cool would be cool. I got, That's a cool name. I would also get or Mole. Kakush. People call me Mole because I, was, I guess I was tiny and blind and lived underground. <laughs> I don't know. Mole. So I got Mole's that. Ratten. The only one that, that I sort of get called now is something that my sisters-in-laws came up with. They call me Coltrane. So oh, I, that's I a get good that, one, which is that's I cool. call you Colio. Like you do call me Colio, and Janet Varney calls me Cold Salad. So there's things. Everyone has things. We're yeah. great. Yeah. We're very popular. We're well-liked, and we've all brushed off our stupid nicknames from exactly. when we were and also, um, Porky McTavish and Casper. Yeah. And Butterball. <laughs> I had all three of those. Oh, weird. Really yeah. weird. weird. I don't know where they came from. But... Funny. It was very popular at one yeah. time. There was a whole Porky McTavish. Is race. my mom your mom too? It's <laughs> weird. You guys look exactly like. Yeah. Your fingerprints are the same. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was an investigative journalist that got too close to the truth. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all right. Well, cool. Um, all right. So. I've got five questions for you. Okay. These about are trivia show. about some of the things you've worked on. Oh, boy. I'll give you um, hints if you don't know. Okay, yeah, great. Because I'd like to leave not going to remember, great. but let's see. That's fine. Question one, you played Una in the romantic comedy drama Timer. Yes. The guy she is seeing, Mikey, mm. plays in a band in that film. What is the name of the band? Truck Beef? Yeah. Good. Yes. You are on a roll. Yes. Played, one for one. Played by the Henry Clay people, which is a L.A. band. They're fun, too. They're a fun band. Uh, question two, you played Caitlin Green in the Tooth Fairy horror flick, Darkness Falls. I'm sorry about that. Yep. <laughs> Tooth Fairy horror flick, It, it did sold. open at number one, though. It did open at number one. So there you go. It did. I can say that I did that. That was pretty cool. Uh, and thanks Winston- to the Buffy fans, no doubt. They're yeah, a huge fan Very much that. so. Yep. yep. Stan Winston was brought in to retool the creature, which mm. was originally uh, designed by Steve Wang. And the first version was scrapped, but I guess they filmed some stuff. Mm. The original creature was played by whom? He taunts Doug. Me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doug Jones. Doug Jones. Yeah. I love Doug. He's, he's been on our show. And we love I love him. him. He's one of the nicest people on the planet. Of all time. Ever. Yeah. He's seriously such a nice man. And you would never expect a person that bony to give such good hugs. He's amazing. Encompassing <laughs> hugs. He is just such a kind, kind man. Doug Jones, we love you. We do and love Doug Jones. responsible for so many iconic yeah. characters that people don't realize. I know. Yep. I know. And his perfect yep, anonymity. Doug, Doug. But he has to go through like 20,000 hours of makeup. Then. Yeah. Ugh. So that's the trade-off, I guess. He's mm-hmm. working with... Um, Felicia, isn't he? Is he in the guild? Or in the next one? Or the dragon one that she's doing? Yeah, yeah. I think he is involved in that. Dragon something. Dragon Sluts. That series would probably do well. Question three. You played Anya in Josh Whedon's cult classic Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She's involved with Xander, played by Nicholas Brendan. His role is originally offered to what now summer movie star? Once. Oh, Chris Chan. Um, part, uh, no. Okay. No, uh, no, no, no. Okay. I didh- okay. Uh, it was offered? Evidently, yeah. Before there the cast was. There's a 
there's a thing that makes light, and it's the color of a frog that it's not easy to be. <laughs> wow, that's your clue? <laughs> there's a, what? <laughs> Is it color? Change up your clue, Vanessa. Okay. What what color is it not easy to be? Green. Yeah. And then what makes light that you carry in a forest? Green lantern. Yeah. Oh. Ryan Reynolds? Yes. Yep. And I just said change up your clue, so I threw oh, thing in there too. Ryan Reynolds was offered Supposedly, yeah. Oh my god, I didn't know. Crazy, that. right? Wow. Whoa. Wow. Really good clue, Vanessa. Oh thanks. I guess it was either that or <laughs> two guys are grilling a pizza place. Yeah. <laughs> The obvious choice. Uh, question four. You played Susan Keats, a love interest for Brandon Walsh on Beverly Hills 90210. Oh, I did. What was the name of the high school they attended? Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Um, Wicked Witch of the West. West Beverly. Yes. Yep. Because yes. Beverly Hills High would not let them use no, the name. they would not. You just Shocking. did a really awesome winning Shockers. dance, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, question five. You played Sasha on the Teen Nick show Gigantic. Mm-hmm. Two of the series regulars have very famous parents. Who are they? Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Grace Gummer. That's her daughter. Grace Gummer. And uh, Montagna. Yep. Joe Montagna. Yep. yep. Gia Montagna's Joseph. Really daughter. good job. Thank you. See, look, you aced that stuff. I and the did. only one that you didn't know immediately was one you never knew anyway, and you got it with a clue. Thank you. That's a very good. good clue. Thank you. Well, a thank very you. Good clue. Now I have really hard questions for you. Are mm-hmm. you ready? Yeah. You're starring in a Lifetime movie with Meredith Baxter, Judith Light, no, Pierce Brosnan. No, no, this is coming oh, okay. up. I was like, no, no, no. Wait, this is I good. did. This is something. <laughs> is my memory that <laughs> bad? <laughs> oh shit. No, I didn't. Okay. Yeah. No, they recut it and they okay. have all these. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's sweet. Okay. Um, it's with Meredith Baxter, Judith Light, Pierce Brosnan, and a precocious five-year-old. It comes out next year. Can you tell me a little bit about it? Well, it's a it's a Christmas movie, obviously. Oh, yeah, yeah. Great. Um, Love something for the whole family. Movie, and um, there, uh, you know, there might be an unhappy marriage involved. Oh. I mean, I don't want to give too much away. No, no, no. I don't right. want you to. Um, I don't want to push you. You know, um, I feel like maybe, um, you know, the dad has had to move out into oh. into an apartment because things are really On Christmas Eve? Uh, well, it's getting close to Christmas oh, Eve. No. You know, it's maybe like a month. Maybe it happened like around oh, Thanksgiving. No. And, you know, um, but in, in true form, you know, what the kids really want. Um, or was there a kid? Was there yeah, one, pre- one, one precocious five-year-old. One precocious five-year-old. What do you, she? You, oh, yeah, she. Yeah. What she really wants is uh, for her parents to, of course, reunite oh. Christmas. What's so it? What's it? What's it called? Letter to Santa. Letter to Santa. Letter to oh Santa. my gosh! Oh. Yeah. I can't wait for that letter one. Santa. Email wait. to Santa because you kids don't oh, right. write letters anymore. Right. And if you guys are interested, go to Kickstarter. Letter to Santa <laughs> at email to Santa. <laughs> There's some crazy CGI work they want to do. They can't yeah. afford it unless you guys kickstart. <laughs> So, please. please. Okay, you've entered a mysterious lottery. Oh. Is it a Canadian lottery? Because yeah. you get to keep all the money. Yes. They don't no tax. taxes. And you Isn't get free awesome? health care with this tube. From this and what lottery. was the theme song for the mysterious lottery? Or something like that. Okay. I like it. <laughs> sure. I like it. I like it. You either get, you get to pick your prize because it's mysterious. Okay. You can have $25,000 cold hard cash, no taxes. Okay. Or... HD footage of every moment of your life from every angle from the time you were born. Oh. You can edit it together. You can rewatch memories. You can make crazy montages. That's a pretty good question. That's pretty intense. Pretty intense. It's a tough one. It only really is tempting for the things I wish I could remember. Right. Not the things I don't want to remember. Yeah, that's the worst part. When I think about it, So you have to remember everything. You can delete that footage. No, you can just. You cannot watch that part. 
But how do you know that you're coming up again? You're going to have to see it for a second. It's a second. And then be like, oh, shit, fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> Honey, get out of the room. I was just going through something. I think I'd take the HD footage. I think I would, too. It would be hard. Hard decision. The only guess is 25000 I mean, if we're talking yeah. 25 million. Right. Well, the decision 25 million. Itself. Yeah, I could buy the footage right. for 25 exactly. million. It would just be fun to just watch me open all my Christmas presents again. Oh, You see my grandpa. I know. I was going to say, see my granny. Aww. And remember things my from before you can talk, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, what were my parents doing to me? I don't know. But then you don't have to watch yourself be potty trained. I'd skip oh, that. Goodness. Yeah. I would skip most that. of college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd skip the eighth grade. Seventh Ooh. and eighth. Oh, and sixth, tenth. seventh, eighth. And tenth. Twelfth. I was on steroids for this kidney <laughs> thing. I blew up like an air balloon. I'd skip What's the, the day I wore purple pants and a Joker shirt to school. Ooh, did you really do that? And I was like junior high. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Here's another question. I didn't buy the purple pants. They're about No, it's though. too late. Just FYI. It's too late. You're or I can go back to when they were purchased and prove it. You. Okay. You have angered a demon, and you must either agree to one of these two punishments. Lizard appendages forever. So you have, like, lizard arms and Can you just say that normal? Yeah. Lizard appendages forever? Thank you. Okay. I was trying to say it like a demon might. And then, like, how that okay. demon sounded. Okay. Okay. <laughs> or you have to shoot 79 cows and one dog point blank. Oh, lizard appendages. Amen. Me too. Yeah, I can't kill any. No. Mm-mm. I think Cole would kill them. No, I would take the lizard appendages. I mean, it could literally have just been like, I, I love that you made I 79 think... cows, one dog. It could have just been, or shoot a dog point blank. That would be enough for me to be like, eh, lizard appendages. Right, but you would say 79 cows, okay? You eat cows? I do. I wouldn't slaughter them. Oh, I, I, really, I wouldn't be. I'd have to be on death's door for me to kill oh, I thought you were going to say on I'm meth. not a vegetarian either. No, I There's actually most anything. of the stuff I actually don't eat. I'm very, there's actually very few living things I do eat. But I, I can't. I just couldn't do it. I couldn't even fish. It's pathetic. Because I'm trying to go fishing. But like, uh, fishing and it's flopping and it's a thing, thing in the thing. hook. Yeah. I'd be oh, like, no. I can't and watch it flap. Whenever you're in the water, I get very scared. I'm not supposed to be in the water. I like it in the water, but the fish are angry. I always feel it happening, welling up. I used to go fishing as a kid because I lived in Michigan. And that's one of the things you did there. <laughs> But we always yeah, threw them. Cards. We always threw them back, which for some reason in your mind is like they're okay. Yeah, they're really somebody discomfortable for me, jabs me in the gut, and then lets me back up. My mugger was a real sweetheart. Got stamped in the kidneys. The good thing is, know. is they don't remember it. Yeah, yeah, and they don't have pain apparently. Pain um, what? sensors. That's what people say. Says who? The people who kill them? Yeah. Fish, the <laughs> company for fish themselves. slaughterings. <laughs> like, oh, they don't feel that. Family as the lobsters no, scream when they're in the boiling tickle. water. That's a tickle. You're hearing them giggle, giggle, giggle all so the way to the bank. says the fish destruction council. Yikes. And this is your last question. Okay. Would you rather always look like Anya in demon form forever or always speak like Tubi? Speak like Tubi. Good choice. I want you to do that forever anyway. <laughs> Hands down. Yeah. Speak like TV. Uh, as I was watching it, I found myself doing it. And it's not appropriate to imitate to people. I did it today with a friend. It's hard. It's hard to do. And I she tried was like, what are you doing? Are you doing like a retarded thing? And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. That's the thing, though. Like, what is really up with her? And see, we yeah. purposely don't ever say and we never no, will. No, I love so that clip like... from the video, too, when everyone's getting so angry. It's really exciting. What is going on with Tubi? The video? The video. Video. When they're watching the video of drinking and smoking. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> the moment where she's like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> but it's yeah. just like a full split second. Yeah. <laughs> We've been asked that a lot this season. Like, are you ever going to like, I'm like, nope. <laughs> never going to address it. You can, you can, you can view her and 
our relationship yeah. and the season through she absolutely is eyes yeah. or she it's all about Eve eyes. Right. You can you can view it however you want. I love your growing bitterness though. It's really nice. Just bitter. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just bitter. Just in trying not to be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to be the big person it hurts so much. I know. It's so it's funny. not fun. So people should definitely go and watch Bandwagon yep. on the YouTube. And look it's, up Ripped on uh, Kickstarter. Yep. We're launching um, bandwagontheseries.com any day, by the way. So Is it Bandwagon the Series? Bandwagontheseries.com. So, yeah, so uh, that will be a, a nice channel hub for Love all it. things nice. like you want to buy t-shirts and you want to, you want the chat forums oh, and fun. all that. You're doing it up. We're doing it up. Whoa. We're doing it up. And Whoa. Timer, timer getting, is on Netflix streaming, yep. which is where I originally watched it. And it's I great. I can't believe how that's turned into this crazy cult hit. Like, I just, I'm happy yeah. that it's found this crazy audience. We only got released, we had like a, this tiny theatrical release. It was like LA and New York or something for like two weeks. And really? Then, yeah. Well, it's a super intriguing concept and to begin with. Online, and you're really great awesome. in it. Yeah, no, you're a beautiful, happy. charming creature. Stop it! No, stop it! I had a great cast, oh. great writing. Yeah, yeah. Blame yeah, it, it on the rest of them. It. That's why you're beautiful. And of course, <laughs> Buffy is available yep. as a giant box set and individual seasons and little box sets. Little box sets. Choose your size Life of box. I unexpected the complete seasons out as well, so you can get that. There you go. In real copies now. In real copies, I'm pretty sure. Whoa, go get yeah. it, girl. Complete. Complete. Hey, season. you have a lot of dolls of yourself. I'm really jealous. I don't of that. have dolls of myself. You don't? Like personally, like I own them. No, but they exist. They do exist. Why don't they you do. have those? I because it's a little bizarre. Um, <laughs> the frank, honest answer. Uh oh. Do we want that? Yeah. No, I just it doesn't. It no, I don't care. Is that bad? No. I don't like. I had. I think I, had, I would want to have them all. Though. I had. Um, I had one that was a Christmas ornament that I thought was pretty cool. I kept that because I thought, well, I'm gonna dec- I'm gonna decorate the tree with myself. Like that's <laughs> awesome. That's what this holiday's that's about. That's really cool. <laughs> I kept one of the uh, one of the infamous bunny dolls because yeah. you just can't find it. Like the full, the tall ones. You just oh, can't wow. get those anymore. I kept one of those. Um, and the rest of them, I I don't know. But we also don't we don't get compensated. Oh really? No. Yeah, they're pretty. You don't get anything. We don't. Likenesses. We don't get anything. That so it's sucks. sort of a bitter pill. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, great. Though if I had an action figure, you know, like I would totally buy a bunch <laughs> of them. Yeah. I totally buy a bunch of them and then take them out of their packages, of course, and then like play with like GI Joes and Star Wars figures and just like you finally get to do I it with Barbie. I would finally be like, take that Yoda, and I would win. Yeah. There it's is that upside. Cool. I mean, that's actually no. I mean, I. For all whatever I say about it, it actually is quite a feat. It's an accomplishment. I mean, not yeah. very many people can say they've had a doll. Nope. And that's pretty. That's, Own it. That's pretty cool. That's pretty. That's cool. pretty cool. You know. Um, I don't know. I, we'll see what happens with. I don't know that you can really do bandwagon dolls. We, we're gonna. <laughs> it would just be like you. Though, without, yeah. It would just. Look, yeah, it would just, just look be like you. me. Exactly. <laughs> that doesn't really. It would make be more like sense. a voodoo kind Tubi, of thing. Tubi though could have a really cool. Oh one. yeah, she, she doesn't could. look like that when she has her eyes. <laughs> the eyes and the mouth thing going on. And the uh, chandelier. Uh, Lynn, oh yeah. Lena plays chandelier. She doesn't have that. Hair. I mean, she doesn't. Oh right, right, She just right. doesn't look like that at all. So funny though. In real life, it's pretty funny. I love it. Well, maybe if the dolls come out, I'll get a doll. You. And I'm going to send you pictures and be like, look, I'm hanging out with you. Look, you're in the bath. I have Just a kidding. little tiny Seth Green doll. <gasps> but it was Life for size? His, uh, almost. <laughs> I know he's tiny. No, it's like, it's this, it's this big. It's like one of those, um, you know, they're like the little tiny with the like, Oh, little the joints that the move The little joints, yeah. Whoa. It's a little joint one. And um, I think it was a mock-up or something they were doing for Robot Chicken. Oh, that's awesome. So the creators got their little Robot Chicken dolls as well. Nice. Which I just geek out over. Yeah. To no end. It's the coolest thing ever. But anyway, blah, blah, blah. 
He's in a toy bike at home. Aww. He's riding a bicycle at home. That seems kind of scary. Like you've got him right where you want him. <laughs> yeah, on that bike. <laughs> Get on the bike, Seth. <laughs> Love him. Good people. Yeah. Really great people. Well, thanks for coming on. You're a splendid lady. Awesome to have you. Thanks so much. And we can't wait for the next season of Bandwagon and to see what Ripped is all about. It's very mysterious. It's very exciting. Well, next season won't be for a minute because we're only on episode, well, five will be Wednesday. Yeah. And then we have 13. You have 13 of them. We have 13. So we won't get into season three until next year. Likely. And then be a good season. That will be really good. People can follow you on Twitter, right? People can follow me on Twitter. I tweet a lot. Um, and I do, um, I do talk to fans quite a bit. I do answer questions. I do communicate with them. Love it. And it's just at Emma Caulfield. Yeah. However, the Twitter thing is, it's yeah. my yeah. name, Emma Caulfield. Yeah. Um, look for the blue check because look, that's look, verified. That's verified. verified. I'm verified fresh. Love it. Um, yeah. Um, actually the entire cast of bandwagon is on Twitter. So you can oh, follow awesome. them and their Bandwagon Twitters, them? which is oh, pretty that's funny. Fun. Tubi's oh, got awesome. a Twitter, so that's endless. Oh, amusing. I need to. You know, band Tubi, band Bramley, band. Yeah. That's so that's great. how you differentiate between the two. I love so it. when we say really offensive things, you can't get it. No, that's a character. I should, have, a character. I should have Tubi <laughs> communicate <laughs> with Nell. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I tweet as Nell from the movie Nell. It's oh, under really? Nell <laughs> underscore tweets or just yeah. Nell tweets. Wait, one that's of those. you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's Nell. I mean, it's, it's just she's not, she doesn't know how to use it. Right. So, and I go out to the woods right. and she tells me and then I tweet it for her. <laughs> so, did she speak where Nell-ish. she would invert everything? It was kind of pig Latin ish. Pig Latin yeah. in the wind. It's her own that's little. All I remember. <laughs> chick, chick, chickapee. Oh, yeah, and chick, chick, chickapee. Yep. <laughs> so, that's just stupid. Anywho, you can follow <laughs> Nell at Nell tweets. Uh, I'm at Cole Stratton. I'm at Vanessa Ragland. The podcast is at PMC Podcast, and she's at Emma Caulfield. Thanks for listening, Thank everybody. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.